Texas Football Today is a production of Dave Campbell's Texas Football and TexasFootball.com. If you like the show, help us make it. Consider becoming a Texas Football Insider, our subscription package at TexasFootball.com slash insider. Besides helping to make shows like this possible, you'll also get two magazines, including our legendary summer edition and a year of access to exclusive content on TexasFootball.com. That includes stuff like premium podcasts, our archives. We've got all 60 years of the magazine digitized, recruiting analysis, and must-see insights from the Dave Campbell's Texas football crew. If all of that sounds good to you, consider becoming a Dave Campbell's Texas football insider at texasfootball.com slash insider. That's texasfootball.com slash insider. And thanks for listening. The Texas Football Today podcast is brought to you by Chocolate Milk, built by nature. Make sure you catch Texas Football Today live weekdays at noon on texasfootball.com and on Facebook. And if you like the show, subscribe on the podcast vendor of your choice. Give us a positive rating and tell a friend. Yes, yes, y'all. From the Dave Campbell's Texas Football Panic Room in an undisclosed location, it is Texas Football Today a show that, hold on, is sending a tweet promoting it. And sent. My name is Greg Tupper. I am the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live at texasfootball.com or on Facebook, or you're listening to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local mediocre internet show. I am sitting in my um, uh, just like hut, sitting in what I can only imagine is just like a submarine. Mm-hmm. It's the Duchess of the Dorks, it's Ashley Pickle. Howdy, happy. Are you in a submarine? Thursday. Yeah. Are y'all Today's submarine? Thursday. All day, actually. It is. <laughs> until, yeah, uh, it is Thursday until it's not. Thursday until it's not. But hey, look, look at it this way. We don't have to do. We do. We do not have to do. Uh, that stupid April Fool's Day for uh, this is the farthest we will ever be from April Fool's Day. Beautiful. And tomorrow is Friday, so. which means a happy hour, which is always That's right. And so. I guess we can tell people the guest. Um, yep. If you guys want to you see the Hot Mess Express pulling into the <laughs> station, we will be joined by America's sweetheart. Uh, Aaron Hardigan on the uh, on the the happy hour tomorrow. So make sure you tune in um, for that. We had, we had uh, it's five o'clock on tomorrow on Facebook. Yeah, finally you're not outnumbered. Uh, do we have first fourth through the door? We sure do. It was Meese, Rob Hadaway, Aaron Flynn, and Matthew McSpadden. Welcome in, guys. Welcome in. Today is Thursday, April second, two thousand and twenty. It is two hundred thirty-eight days until Thanksgiving. Episode nine thirty-five. Nine thirty-five. Is that right? Nine thirty-four. Oh, I've got that wrong. wrong. I'm sorry. It's the uh, Johnny Schiavi episode. Uh, those eighty-five games he played from nineteen sixty-two to nineteen eighty, nineteen sixty-three for the Washington Senators. On today's program, guys, I'm going to take you on a little bit of a tour around what we've got cooking at TexasFootball.com. A lot of great content on there. And then, oh, I need to center myself. There you go. And then, back half of the program, actually back most of the program, uh, this morning we had a great conversation uh, with a buddy of ours. Uh, We talked with uh, Zach Barnett of Football Scoop and college football talk. We talked uh, a lot about his scene, about how they do uh, football scoop, which is, as if you don't know, that's basically who breaks a lot of the, like, 
coaching, like college coaching maneuvers. Like, yes, as he mentions, like when Nick Saban retires, that's going to be, everybody's going to be all over it. But like a lot of the, who is Tarleton State hiring as an offensive coordinator? Like they are breaking a lot of that. So we talk with him about that, about college football. And then stay tuned because we do talk Texas high school football realignment conspiracy theories. Ooh. Yes. Now that is intriguing. So (laughs) we had a great talk with Zach Barnett. We'll hear from him in just a moment. A couple of things I want to draw your attention to uh, on TexasFootball.com. One, uh, we have um, uh, a new episode of Tep and Step. That's right. Uh, The premium high school football podcast. Uh, Matt Step and I talked for about an hour yesterday um, for um, insiders only. I need to get an article up about it. Mm -hmm. But if you are a subscriber already, it's in your podcast feed. Uh, I will have an I will have a web link up soon, and we will be able to knock that out. So you can look for that. It is an hour of high school football nerd goodness. Um, so you will not want to miss that. Also, we are in the finals of our helmet challenge. Mm-hmm. The Texas High School Football Helmet Challenge presented by All Star Inflatables. Uh, the finals have just opened. We have our two finalists. Mm-hmm. Both six-man schools. Yeah. And two very decorated six-man schools. It's Strawn versus Jayton. They uh, have maneuvered their way to the championship. Great helmets. Mm -hmm. Great helmets. Uh, There can be only one. Uh, We have logged... Did I see this right? I didn't see this. Um, As far as... There was some crazy number. Let me see this. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if we'll send them out. We have over... We have over a million votes overall in this in this whole thing. I over awesome. a million votes. You nerds are awesome. I mean, I know everybody's bored at home, <laughs> and I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. But like, that's crazy. A million votes is nuts. So, uh, so who will win? Will it be Jaden? <laughs> will it be Jaden or will it be Strawn? Uh, we will announce the winner on this very program on Monday. Uh, elsewhere on TexasFootball.com, if you peruse through there, we've got um, we got a breakdown of uh, new Mississippi State commit Sawyer Robertson, uh, who commit to Mississippi State. Uh, of course, the Lubbock Coronado quarterback. Uh, we've got a look back at a 2001 5A Division One State Championship game between Mesquite and San Antonio Taft. Who got this week in recruiting? Uh, we've got, and then a new feature we've got, and I, I really uh, this is this is the brainchild of William Wilkerson. I want to make sure we shout him out. But we are starting a uh, thing called Senior Night. And in Senior Night, we are honoring um, high school seniors who uh, maybe won't get the recognition that they deserve because of the COVID-19 outbreak. Right. Maybe they're not finishing their season or maybe there's going to be a big banquet or anything like that. And this is not just football. Mm -mm. It's not just football. Uh, we're including, for example, the latest one we have is uh, Annalisa uh, Quintana uh, from Wascom, who is a soccer, track and field, and cross-country athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, we want to honor seniors and and, and give them their shout-out uh, because they may not be able to get their shout-out uh, on the big stage uh, where they, you know, where they, they truly deserve it. So uh, there's a nomination form uh, on there as well. It shows you how to nominate uh, a, a somebody uh, by emailing Will. Um, he is putting together this, uh, I believe he's putting it together every day or every other day. Mm-hmm. It's really cool what we're doing there. And the other thing is too, if you 
do you want to nominate someone? Please, uh, please try to send us a picture because I've been mm. making the graphics for those, and that's it's a nice little touch to actually put a face to a name and get to see them doing their sport, whether it's an action shot or, you know, the season preview pictures or anything like that, but include a picture of them. It, I think it means a lot to them. So if you've got a senior in your life, uh, whether they did get to complete their season or whether they didn't get to complete their season, uh, we want to honor them. Uh, so check out that out on texasfootball.com. Uh, it's our senior, it's our senior night um, on texasfootball.com and you can uh, send those nominations to Will. Uh, his email address is on texasfootball.com. So check that out. Uh, become a Dave Campbell's Texas Football Insider. I'm sorry, you had something? Oh, um, I didn't know if we wanted to talk about, I've got the Camp Gladiator read real fast. So there's a new thing. And here with a Camp Gladiator read <laughs> is Ashley Pickle. Thank you, Jeffer. Um, so obviously we're all bored inside, most of us trying to stay in shape. Um, well, DCTF can help you out there. So we are proud to announce a new partnership with Camp Gladiator for all those athletes, coaches, and fans cooped up and sheltering in place during the COVID-19 crisis. The program is called Choose to Move, and you can go to their website at www.com campgladiator.com to learn more so it's six weeks unlimited workouts live with a trainer uh 39 dollars. Mm. but the cool part about it is wait i mean first off that's anybody who pays to go to a wait, gym wait, wait, knows. Wait, 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 wait. i don't want to I, I promise you i didn't i didn't read the copy points so i'm bad at this mm-hmm. um did you say it was six weeks for 39 bucks mm-hmm. that's it that is all it is. Okay. And the coolest part about it is $10 of that will go to the Red Cross to help in efforts with the COVID-19 okay. crisis. So when you go to the website, again, it's www.campgladiator.com. When you go to their Choose to Move tab, you can sign up for it and pay there. But please remember to enter, in all caps, TX. HS Fitness. So TXHS Fitness. And that will guarantee that with this partnership that $10 of it, of it will end up going to the Red Cross to help out. So really, you're paying $29 for six weeks of unlimited workouts. And 10 of it's going to help an organization yeah, and you're that's a $10 donation. really needing it. Yeah. So yeah. go do that. Um, Get okay. So it's, it's campgladiator.com. Choose to move. And the and promo code is TXHS HS Fitness. Fitness. Yes. Okay. And we'll make sure we get a lower third people. on for the next time. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, that's I very cool. Um, I might need to sign up for that. You're right. There's TXHS Fitness. Fitness. Yes. All in caps. So okay. thank you do very that. much. If you work out, it's okay. great. If you don't work out, now's a good time to start. At, I've, I've needed a little bit of a kick in the butt, so maybe that might be my kick in the butt. Live trainers. So, All right, we're Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, talking football on the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Become a Dave Campbells Texas Football Insider, texasfootball.com slash insider. All right, enough of my nonsense. Um... We had a great conversation with Zach Barnett of Football Scoop and College Football Talk, including Texas high school football realignment conspiracy theories. Here's our conversation with Zach Barnett of Football Scoop here on Texas Football Today. Hang on here for a second because I forgot oh to my cut out your three, two, oh one. So I was trying to help you out. Oh, no. Quarantine gives us an opportunity <laughs> to get guests on that otherwise would never have the time of day for us. Today, we're joined uh, by a senior writer for uh, Football Scoop 
And for College Football Talk, we're joined by Zach Barnett from his lovely home in Denton. Uh, Zach, how you doing, man? Good. Uh, great to be on. Great to uh, stare into your eyes through a computer screen. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's odd. I, I feel like, we're, like I'm having all these really weird uh, like relationships with people where we're, you, you know, through, through cameras, but, uh, mm-hmm. such as, such as the way of the world these days. Um, uh, first and foremost, you know, I'm, I'm interested in, in kind of picking your brain about football scoop. This is a, a, a rather remarkable, uh, you know, organization you guys have there. And, and I mentioned before we started recording about how I feel like we're kindred spirits that, it feels like we're wrangling cats sometimes with, with all the data we have for high school football. Well, you guys kind of do the same uh, for, for college football and especially for coaching uh, on the college football front. Can you kind of give people an overview of, of, of how you came in, you know, to, to be with Football Scoop and, and then also kind of what it is that you guys do? Yeah, uh, so I was working for the National Football Foundation in Irving and did that for two years in uh, – um, and kind of hit my head on the ceiling there and was kind of looking for something else to do. And as I, as I came to that realization, I just happened to see a tweet from Football Scoop saying that they were hiring. And that was on a Monday. I wasn't able to get to it till uh, Wednesday, which probably wasn't you kids out there. Go ahead and apply for the job that day. But uh, I sent an email just kind of explaining about myself. And then Scott, my boss, happened to see it and was like, this is you're kind of what I'm looking for. I'll give you a call tonight. So we talked on the phone once or twice. And then two weeks later, I had the job. And that was in uh, my first day was the Monday after the 2012 Red River shootout when uh, Texas lost 63 to 21. Mm-hmm. And it was the beginning of the end of the Mac Brown era. Not to tell you how my brain works, but so I've been doing that since uh, October 2012. Uh, and, and I know that one one question I think everybody has is is, is how do you keep track of all this stuff? Because I, I think that you know a lot of people know you guys from from breaking major coaching news that you know oh the, this this FBS head coach is out. But what always amazes me is is you guys will have the inside scoop on like hey by the way this Division two team. Uh, is going to be hiring this guy as their offensive coordinator. How is it that you guys not only keep track of it, but but are able to to get so many uh, of those scoops? Uh, basically, we try and be the the Matt step of college football. Um, we we can't compete with him on the Texas high school, but in in college football, that's what we try to be. So yeah, obviously. Uh, the Alabamas, the Ohio States, the the Texases, those uh, are drive most of the clicks and that's what people care about but yeah really i think what we pride ourselves on is the bread and butter of the, the kansas wesleyans the dork colleges and so yeah like you said a lot of times it is herding cats and you're constantly trying to keep in touch with coaches keep in touch uh you're constantly you know scanning your email scanning your text scanning twitter uh which is not great for family life and, and around the holidays but uh you know, fortunately, our brand is such that uh, the kind of the lower down you go on the totem pole, the more forthcoming people are with information. And a lot of times, you know, it's coaches on the, on the staff or, hey, I've got a buddy at the staff that tells me this is happening or the AD will just come out and tell us because, you know, the lower you go, you know, they want you to know it. They want to be on football scoop because it's a big deal to them to see their names on there. So we're fortunate in that. But, yeah, there's – you know, we're trying to keep track of a hundred or not a thousand different schools and treat them all like they're like they're Michigan in a way. 
Yeah, you know, I, I kind of to draw that same parallel, I think, you know, I don't want to speak for Matt Stepp, but I think that he would say something pretty similar, which is that, uh, you know, in a lot of ways, it does get to the point where where getting getting your story broken by Step is its own accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I know that he says that that there's a lot of these 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 scoops that not that say he's not working hard, not say you're not working hard, but a lot of them come to you. You know what I mean? And, and, and you build that, you build that brand, you build that trust among coaches and, and, and it helps you to kind of feed into that machine. So, so yeah, I think the, the, the step analogy is actually, is it actually really apt. Yeah. And when, when the day comes that uh, Nick Saban steps down in Alabama, well, good luck. Everybody's trying to get that, but uh, you know, Alabama A&M, you just got to make a call. And most of the time, Oh yeah, we're hiring this guy. So there, it's definitely, and then, you know, the site's been up since 1999. Uh, Scott's been running it since 2007. And, you know, he's got sources tucked under every rock in South Carolina and those places. So, luckily, we've got it to where our, our network, much like Matt Stepp, you know, we can go to, oh, something's happening here. I know three different guys that will they'll know exactly what's going on. We're talking with Zach Barnett of Football Scoop and College Football Talk here on Texas Football Today. Get involved in the conversation, hashtag TF Today. So, that's one part of your job. Let's Let's – uh, move over to the other part of your job with with, with college football talk, uh, kind of the the sister site to the the geez uh, uh, seems like everywhere pro football talk. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm you know you're, you're a guy who who covers college football pretty closely. Obviously here in the state of Texas, people are pretty crazy about it. I want to start first and foremost with with maybe the team uh, that that surprised us the most last year, uh, and that would be Baylor, uh, a team that that is going to going through a coaching change right now. Um, a lot of questions about what is going to happen there at, at, at Baylor under new coach Dave Aranda. I'm interested kind of in your take. When you take a look at, at what, what you're expecting for Baylor in 2020, where does your head go? Uh, I think first and foremost, uh, I look at the two personalities of the head coaches. And usually, you know, when, when you have a coaching change it, because the coach is doing too well, a lot of times you want to keep with what's going on. And, uh, and instead, Baylor kind of did, you know, personality-wise, they would did the opposite of what you see teams do when they fire their head coach. And, you know, Dave Rand is, you know, very competent coach, obviously, but he's exact opposite of Matt Rule in terms of personality. So I, I find that pretty interesting off the top. And then, you know, I'm really – I think he's done a great job building his staff. Uh, you know, a lot of what LSU did offensively, a lot of what LSU did – recruiting wise, you know, he's hired a couple guys from uh, people from A&M to help build up that recruiting. Obviously, you know, he's, he's got the defense handled. So I think they're going to be very aggressive offensively. I think they're going to be very aggressive uh, recruiting wise. So I, I think it'll be different, but I, I, I think Baylor won't, it'll be different, but I think they'll, they'll remain in that top tier of the 12. Uh, sticking with the Big 12, let's talk about the, the Texas Longhorns. I know that last year, kind of the experts were really kind of split on what to expect from Texas. There were, there were some really smart people out there who thought that uh, 2019 was going to be the big breakout year uh, for the Longhorns. Uh, there were others, other very smart people who were saying, no, nah, let's tap the brakes a little bit. I'm interested kind of where you fell on that spectrum and then also what, what you think is in store for the Longhorns in 2020. I was definitely one of those that looked at the, the metrics that weren't high on Texas and thought, well, these dumb computers, they don't know what they're talking about. And then the computers were right and, and humans like me were wrong. And this year, it seems like the, the computers are higher on UT than, than the people are. And you know, 
Obviously, they bring back Eleanor. They bring back a lot of their defense. I think I think the biggest problem they had last year is the defense that they were running didn't fit the personnel that they had. Uh, the, the, Joseph Osai was their best defensive player, and it seems like every play they either had him covering someone 30 yards down the field or he's blitzing from New Braunfels. And so now he's going to play closer to the line of scrimmage. I think they've got real talent to overwhelm a lot of people on the defensive front, and now they're gonna actually going to play four-down defensive linemen. And obviously, you know, they're one of the programs that certainly doesn't help to be breaking in two new coordinators and have no spring football. So that, that's a hurdle that they're going to have to overcome maybe more than most. But I think that they've got, I think they've got so much talent that if they can just put it in the right places and deploy it right, that I think they'll, I'm not going to say they're going to win the Big 12, but they should be in the Big 12 championship game. Uh, uh, moving on to kind of, I guess, still their rival, uh, but Texas A&M. Uh, the overwhelming thought, at least around the Dave Campbell's Texas football offices, is that, um, you know, A&M, you know, the talent is there. There's a lot, third year under Jimbo Fisher, a lot of things pointing in the right direction. But most importantly is the schedule. And the schedule lines up with them. I'm, I'm curious to see if, if, if you agree or, or where, where your head's at as far as the Aggies are concerned. Yeah, you look at those first 10 games, and it's, it's really hard to find a loss and certainly more than, more than one. So you start to get to have yourself, but at the same time, you know, they, they still got to go out and win those games, and this is college football. The unexpected happens every time. So I think, it, I think the season – I think they're going to go as far as Kellen Mond can take them. Uh, he's kind of been a guy that's been, you know, you know a lot was respected, expected out of him, you know, when he was sophomore in high school. And – he hasn't progressed in that way that you thought maybe you would. And certainly, you know, Jimbo's reputation with quarterbacks, you know, he had four straight quarterbacks at Florida State going the first round. And I, I, Kellen Mond's not there right now. So if he can take a massive leap as a senior, or a senior then I think he'll – I think A&M could surprise some people. If not, then I think they're gonna be, this is going to be a year where we scratch their head and say, how did this team with that schedule go eight and four? I tend to think you're right. I think that this is a, a really, really big year for Jimbo Fisher and, and the Aggies down there in College Station. Now, uh, I want to bring it back real, real local and then back, back to the high school football world. You're, you're a Texas guy. You're from around here, right? Where did you go to high school? I went to Liberty Christian. I, when I went there, it was in Denton. Now it's in Argyle. Argyle. Warriors, right? Warriors, yes. Okay, good. Still got it. All right. Uh, I understand that you have a, a bone to pick with with me with realignment with with something so so lay it on me yeah so full disclosure i invited myself on this show for this purpose to pick a bone i was going to write a letter to the uil realized they wouldn't write me back so i'm going to go to the next best yeah they're not they're not checking their mail right now yeah so i yeah i went to liberty but i live in the guyer zone i'm a guyer fan Mm. uh wildcat nation so realignment comes out i see district 56a has allen Brad, then Braswell, Geyer, Little L, McKinney, McKinney Boy, Prosper. Okay, right. you know, that makes sense. And then I see 6-6A, Coppell, Louisville, Flower Mound, Marcus, Hebron, Plano, Plano East, Plano West. Right. And I think, huh, they've got North Denton County playing North Collin County, mm-hmm. South Denton County playing South Collin County. Mm-hmm. Why not just flip Geyer, Braswell, Little Elm? with the Plano schools and you have all Collin County together, all Denton County together. Now I'm sure you probably have a reasonable explanation for this, but in any conspiracy, you need to look at who gains from this. Sure. So I'm thinking that the North Texas Tollway Authority 
has some sort of mole in the UIL because it's going to be a lot of people driving, a lot of tolls on 121, a lot of tolls on George Bush. Uh, and I, 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 see a, I see massive profits for the NTTA. What, what do you think? Okay, first and foremost, love where your head's at. Love Thank where you. your head's at. That's a, uh, that, is an, that is a conspiracy theory I can absolutely get behind, is that this is, this is big toll who is, uh, who is jumping out. Uh, look, obviously when realignment came out, one of the big things that we first noticed was they split up Allen and Plano. It's the first time since both uh, Allen and the Plano schools were all in the largest classification that they have been um, split up. The issue, honestly, the biggest issue is that there is so much growth uh, north, right? The, the biggest issue to me is you've got two, two programs in Braswell and Little Elm, uh, you know, farther north that are being moved up from 5A up to 6A. So you have to put them somewhere. Uh, mm -hmm. I think the UIL probably looked at that and they said, okay, cool, we're going we're gonna to lump those in, obviously, with Geyer uh, and, and, with, and with Little Elm. And they said, all right, what is the farthest north we can do? We'll make this as far north as possible. Um, I don't know if it's the – look, is it the cleanest way to do it? Maybe, maybe not. I don't, I don't know. I know that they were always going to keep all the Louisville schools together, and I think that what they started looking at is, okay, we, we've got to break these schools up into relatively even districts – um, plus you've got to find a way to fit in a team like Coppell. Where do you, where do you throw them in? Uh, to me, a lot of this comes down more to the promotion of Braswell and Little Elm and needing to find a place for them to land. And I would, I would need to crunch the numbers. I would bet that this is actually less travel than it would have been otherwise, simply because of, because the, that, that drive from, from Denton, to like Coppell or Denton to Louisville, I think is, is really uh, is, is, is farther than people think. That said, I like your conspiracy theory. And I think, okay. I, I think I would like to subscribe to your newsletter. Okay, thank you. Because where I live, right, I, Geyer is like three miles north of me. Marcus is like three miles south of me. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking it'd be pretty cool to go to a Geyer-Marcus game and sure. it just hasn't happened so that I'm thinking there's a conspiracy. Well, basically the thing is that they can either cut it east, like cut it this way. And so east and west, or they can cut it north and south. And, and this particular time they decided to cut it north and south across there, uh, which look is bold. It's different. Um, and, and, you know, I'm sure that the Plano schools are not necessarily complaining about getting away from Allen. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it's interesting, and, and, and there are a lot of different tentacles to it. Uh, but in the end, my guess is that they looked at the numbers and they said, all right, it is, on the whole, there is 3% less travel with this alignment for every team involved than there would be if we were to do it the other way. That's my initial gut reaction, but I would encourage you to write a letter to the UIL. Okay. Uh, for, I think I'm on an island within Wildcat Nation anyways, because this pretty much guarantees that Guy would go to Division Two in the playoffs, and I think they're fine with that. Yes. Oh, no, that's, that's, the, that's the, the, the biggest thing, is that if you take a look at their, the enrollment, um, you know, now they were um, – yeah, I mean, they were going to go Division Two anyway. You don't, need to, you don't need to worry about that. In fact, they, they can go Division One in – I'm looking at the alignment right now. They can go Division One if Braswell and Little Elm both made the playoffs – um, 
then they'd get bumped up to Division One. If they were to be into the uh, in the other district, then they would be guaranteed to be Division Two. So actually, okay. they don't well, off this way. That said, I presently and you know, look, it's April second, and please buy a copy of Dave Campbell's Texas Football. But I presently do not project it to be the case that both Braswell and a Little Elm will make the playoffs. So I think they'll be fine. But yeah, you know, this is this is a. I would say this is definitely like a poorer draw for, for Geyer than it would be otherwise. Um, you know, not only it, do I, do you have to deal with Allen and, and, and an 11 win team in prosper, but also, you know, you, you, there is, there is that outside chance that you can go to division one. Can I share one more uh, real conspiracy theory? By all means, I am here for UIL conspiracy talk. Okay. So, uh, um, Highland park went six huh? a, or was it 5A, 2014 to 16? They went 6A in, in for, for, for one, okay. one alignment cycle. So 2016-18, uh, the cutoff was 21-50. Highland Park's enrollment was 21-16. 2018-20, you know where I'm going with this. Cutoff, 21-90. Highland Park enrollment, 21-80. 2020-22, cutoff, 22-20. Highland Park enrollment, 22-09. It was this Jerry and Steven and Jerry G <laughs> making a phone call? Look, everyone loves to to everyone loves to claim a conspiracy theory for Highland Park because it's fun. <laughs> because it's because it's easy to draw steps, right? This is an affluent area with a lot of particularly powerful people. Of course, they're pulling strings. The only thing that I will say about this, and, and I, I, again, I appreciate conspiracy theories. Uh, the only thing I will say is you've got to remember, for those who are unaware, Highland Park, which is in University Park right by SMU, that is pretty much built out. That is pretty much there. They are in. I would love to know what their population has been because I bet it has not increased very much because there's basically no more land there. It's it's more or less built out. So the biggest issue for them and the biggest issue, the reason that they don't go up to six A, in my opinion, is that uh, the growth around the state requires the number to keep climbing, keep climbing, and they are just so happen to be pretty much landlocked. That, I mean, I, what, what did you say their enrollment was last, last alignment? 2018-20, uh, it was 2180. 2180. And the was 2190. Yeah, so, so basically, their enrollment only went up by, what, 29 students? I yeah, mean, it's, that's it's pretty broken. remarkable for a, for a school that size in a major metro area to only increase your uh, enrollment by 29 students. That's, that's, that speaks to... I think the fact that it's pretty well built out there mm-hmm. uh, in the same way that like, for example, the reason that Allen's enrollment keeps skyrocketing and keeps going up and up and up is that there's just a lot of land. Like yeah. there's just, there's places they're always building houses out there. And so that is the thing that, that I come back to. Um, look, would I love there to be like this great Oz behind the curtain Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, that would give me so much to write about and so much to talk about. But I don't think, I think the bottom line is that it's, it's more real estate and geography than it is uh, some, uh, someone twirling their mustache and, and wearing a monocle. All that makes sense, but it's not very much fun. I agree. No, 100%, you're spot on. Uh, I wish I was wrong. I wish I, didn't, I wish I didn't have an explanation for it. 
Um, okay. Anything else you want to you want to yell at me about about high school football? Uh, no, but I do want to embarrass you a little bit. I've told you this over Twitter, but I want to tell you this in front of your uh, audience. I watch you on Fox Sports Southwest. I watch every you know tons of college football, tons of sports on TV. You are as good as a studio analyst as there is working in any sport. I don't care. You are awesome on TV. Uh, Zach Barnett, he's a filthy liar. Follow him on Twitter at Zach underscore Barnett. Uh, Zach, appreciate your time, my man. Please stay safe, and uh, I'm sure we'll be talking down the road. Yeah, uh, sign up for my newsletter, and we'll send you a free tinfoil hat. (laughs) Your mic's not on, homie. There he is. (laughs) A football scoop and college football talk. Um, and a little bit of conspiracy talk for you. I, I, I am also, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. But like, I'm also the guy I, I am inherently like reluctant to embrace conspiracies. Mm-hmm. Um, because I just don't this think is our final thoughts. I hope you know that continue. Yeah, it's fine. I, my conspiracy. I just don't, I just don't, I just don't think it's like, it seems like a lot of work and all it would take would be one person slipping and it would get out. That's why I just don't, I don't buy a lot of conspiracies. Right. You're a very stat oriented, like calculated person. So it does not surprise me at all that you're not going to go off the rails and believe all these conspiracy theories. I feel like you're yeah. too By the way, oriented for that. Apropos of nothing. Um, I got alerted to this by an old colleague of mine, Brad Hilliard, who tweeted this. Um, right now, on uh, so Fox Sports Southwest is showing a bunch of high school games today. Mm-hmm. And right now, 2011, Refurio versus Cisco. Um, this is a really good game. Um, it's a really good game. And it's got Dave came my predecessor as managing editor, Travis Stewart, is on color with Craig. How um, cool is that? So... Travis Stewart has done color on a game, and I haven't. Well, I don't know what to tell you, but I will say that, man. also... Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, you. I was just going to say, man, you've gotten complimented twice on this stinking show. We need to shut this down. We cannot have yeah. this. Refurio's got Refurio's quarterback is wearing thirty four, which is great. Um, <laughs> that's really, really good. Was this the Lynx Hawthorne team? Might have been. I don't remember this game. In twenty eleven, I was a freshman in high school. It's gonna do it for us. Do we have any final <laughs> thoughts? <laughs> that that was our final thoughts. Okay, it's gonna do it for us. Thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us. Um, oh, I guess I can tease this. A very big name guest tomorrow. Yes. Very big name guest. You will not want to miss it. That's going to do it for us. Thank you for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Dave Campbells. And of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Thanks to Zach Barnett of Football Scoop for being our guest. For Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please come get your Player of the Year trophy. We will see you tomorrow for a very big guest. Thanks for the ball today.